Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series on the Book of Romans with Part 2 of this message entitled, The Transformed Life, preached October the 2nd, 2011. Romans 12, verse 2, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will ease his good, pleasing, and perfect will. This verse has two points. One is negative. The other is positive. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind for the purpose that you may discern the will of God that which is good well pleasing and perfect Christian life is not just negative it is negative But it is also positive. Christians experience transformation. With respect to their mind. We were dead, disobedient. And condemned. Our minds were twisted and depraved. Therefore, we fail to interpret reality correctly. We always spoke wrong things. We were darkness. We were ignorant about everything. But something miraculous happened. We were made a new creation by God. We were born again. In the context of the hearing of the gospel, God performed a miracle. The dead has been raised. Jesus said, you must be born again. New birth is a monergistic, unilateral, punctilial, miraculous, instantaneous, sovereign work of God we were passive God was active we did nothing to bring about our regeneration our spiritual resurrection God did everything I was given a new heart a new mind a new nature My heart of stone was taken away. And a responsive heart was given. Now I know and love the God of the scriptures. I understand the Bible. I delight in God's word. I love God and choose to do his will. So we read... 
Ephesians 2, 4 and 5. But because of his great love for us. God who is rich in mercy. Made us alive with Christ. Even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. Through faith. For we were God's workmanship. New creation. Created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Which God has foreordained that we should do them. And we do them sir. That's my nature. First Peter 1.23 For you have been born again not of perishable seed. But of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. That's what I said in the context of gospel preaching. God does mighty work giving you new birth. James says in chapter 1 he chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. Saint Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5. Therefore if anyone is in Christ. He is a new creation. The old has gone. New has come. Galatians 6 verse 15. Neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything. What counts is a new creation. I have experienced a transformation and will continue to experience and grow in this transformation. This transformation has taken place in my heart, in my mind, and it manifests in my outward life. Transformation takes place deep within. Metamorphosis. It means it happens deep within and manifests it outwardly. So you look at a kid who is disobedient, rebellious, stubborn, but baptized. You conclude then, not born again. And in due time, that person will go away. Baptized in worldliness. Wanting to be like everybody else in the world. This transformation has taken place deep in my heart. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. And God has given us a new heart. And this transformation manifests in my outward life, in how I live, in obedience to God, in how I live toward my wife, children, toward my brothers and sisters in the Lord, and how I live toward those who are unbelievers. I now conform. I'm a conformist now, but to Jesus. I conform to Jesus. I'm a non-conformist toward the world, but I'm a conformist toward Jesus. 
So Romans 8 verse 29. For those God foreknew. He also predestined to be conformed. To the likeness of his son. To be like Jesus Christ. That he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Colossians 3.10. And have put on the new self. Which is being renewed in knowledge. In the image of its creator. Ephesians 4.23. To be made new. In the attitude of your minds. 1 Corinthians 15.49. And just as we have borne the likeness of the earthly man. So shall we bear the likeness of the man from heaven Jesus Christ. We are non-conformists. And we are conformist at the same time. To be like Jesus Christ is the epitome of spirituality and godliness. First John chapter 3 verse 2. John says, dear friends, now we are children of God and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when he appears, we shall be what? Like him, for we shall see him as he is. That's our goal and destiny. Second Corinthians 4 verse 6. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts, in our interior. To give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Not only we are given a new nature, a new heart, a new spirit. We are given Holy Spirit to dwell in us forever. To lead us. To teach us. To empower us. To do what is pleasing in God's sight. Jeremiah 31, 33 and 34. This is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel. After that time declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds. And write it on their hearts. The word of God has become my nature. It is not alien something. It is my nature. I like the word of God. I love the word of God. I want to do the word of God. No longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother saying know the Lord. Because they all will know me. From the least of them to the greatest declares the Lord. There is an automatic knowledge of God. Everybody knows God. Of course we have to grow in this knowledge. But everyone who is born of God knows God. And they cry out, Daddy, our Father in heaven. Jeremiah 32 verse 39. I will give them singleness of heart and action. So they will always fear me. 
for their own good and the good of their children after them. Regeneration, sir. Transformation. Always fear me. Not only they, but their children will fear me. The promise is to you and your children. Ezekiel eleven eighteen through 20, they will return to it and remove all its vile images and detestable idols. I will give them an undivided heart. And put a new spirit in them. I will remove from them their heart of stone. Stubborn. Rebellious. Argumentative. Resisting the will of God. I will remove from them their heart of stone. And give them a heart of flesh. Like the heart of Josiah. His heart was responsive to the word of God. Then they will follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. They'll be my people and I will be their God. Ezekiel 36, 26 and 27. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and notice, move you. Cause you, enable you, move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Obedience is our nature. Those who are born of God repent of their sins and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. They reject the old ways and old patterns. And embrace the new ways and values of God as revealed in the scripture. Their minds are renewed and this renewal continues till death. You're always learning from the scripture. You're always being renewed and transformed. We understand now spiritual things by the help of the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians 2 verse 12. We have not received the spirit of the world. But the spirit who is from God. Purpose that we may understand. What God has freely given us. The gospel. First Corinthians 2 14 and 15. The man without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him. These are fools at the universities. Their mind is twisted. Depraved. They understand not even one fact correctly. According to my professor Cornelius Vandal. He is right. You misinterpret everything when you reject God. For they are foolishness to him and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual man makes judgment about all things but he himself is not subject to any man's judgment. Let me read 1 Corinthians 2 verse 12 one more time. We have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, 
that we may understand we understand an old lady never got any education from the university when god causes her to be born again she instantly understands god and everything else in the world first corinthians 2:16 but we have what the mind of christ we have the mind of christ what was foolishness before is wisdom now what was wisdom before is foolishness now what drastic fundamental change in our understanding now we see all things with the new mind the mind of christ so friends we no longer live the old life patterned after the world a transformation in the mind has taken place so we read in second corinthians 5 for christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died and he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and was raised again no longer sir no longer no longer Ephesians 4:17 through 19 so i tell you this and insist on it in the lord that you must no longer live as the gentiles do in the notice futility of their thinking they are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of god because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts every unbeliever having lost all sensitivity they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity with a continual lust for more see the drastic transformation Ephesians 4:28 he who has been stealing must steal no longer no longer not once in a while no longer sir but must work doing something useful with his own hands that he may have something to share with those in need the thief was taking that which did not belong to him now he is converted the old drunk john has been converted now he is the new john and he works with his hands that he gives 180 degree transformation because of regeneration Titus 2:11 through 13 for the grace of god that brings salvation has appeared to all men this grace teaches us to say what sir no to ungodliness and worldly passions before you said yes 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 to every sin now we say no 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 
and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. Not in heaven, in this present age. While we wait for the blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you may discern the will of God. The good, the well-pleasing and the perfect. We have become like the new Naaman. He instantly confesses the God of Israel. And understands spiritual things. His behavior is changed as his attitude changed as his heart changed. New life. New thinking. New behavior. Or look at the legion demon man. Jesus Christ cast out demons, thousands of demons. And he was crazy, restless, lonely, naked. And you look at Luke chapter 8 verse 35. You look at him now. He is sitting down. At the feet of Jesus. He is clothed and he is in his sound mind. That's what divine transformation, regeneration can do to you. The Holy God gives us Holy Spirit, which is spirit of love, power, and King James sound mind. Sound mind, sir. We think right, we interpret right, we speak right. We speak truth. Not the unbelieving professors or anybody else. They are all wrong at every turn. They are wrong. Or look at Saul of Tarsus. He was a wild beast of a man. We are told breathing out slaughter and threatening against Christians. God, our Lord Jesus Christ, arrested him, gave him a new heart, a new mind. He believed in Jesus. Look at him. Now he is praying. He is filled with the Holy Ghost. He is obedient to Christ. He is different. Inside out, he is different. He is preaching that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. What is the positive? Be transformed. By the renewing of your mind, sir. Be transformed. Present tense, passive voice, and imperative mood. Present tense means be transformed continuously. Passive voice means God helps in our transformation. By his renewing our mind. Imperative mood means we have a responsibility in this ongoing transformation. 
Work out your salvation with fear and trembling for it is God who works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. What is our responsibility? As we pray, as we study daily the scriptures, as we worship God, as we hear the preached word, as we listen carefully to pastoral counsel, we come to know Christ more and more and more. And we are changed into his likeness in attitude and actions. We become like Jesus Christ. So write down this word, 2 Corinthians 3 and verse 18 in King James. But we all with unveiled face. Beholding us in a mirror. The glory of the Lord are being transformed. Metamorpho meta. Same word. Present active indicative first person plural. Metamorpho meta. Are being transformed. Into the same image from glory to glory. Just as by the spirit of the Lord. Something is happening. Romans 12 verse 2 commanded us to be transformed. Here it is the reality in this verse. It is in the indicative mood. We all, that means every Christian. Beholding, that is our responsibility, continuous action. Beholding, beholding what? The glory of the Lord. Where do we behold the glory of the Lord? Some kind of epiphany? No, sir, in the book. In the Bible, we see the glory of the Lord. Hebrews 12 verse 2. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus. The author and perfecter of our faith. Do you see Jesus in the pages of the scripture? Hebrews 3 verse 1. Therefore holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling. Fix your thoughts on Jesus. Colossians 3, 1 and 2, since then you have been raised with Christ, that is regeneration. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. This is God-given responsibility for every Christian. What are you thinking about? What are you focusing on? After eating breakfast, we immediately focus on lunch. (laughs) While eating lunch, we are focusing on supper. What are we focusing on? We all, every Christian, beholding continuous action, our responsibility, the glory of our Lord in the scriptures, so that we read, we understand, we believe, and we do. 
The glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible reveals the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus himself said the Lord, the prophets and the writings, the Psalms, they all what? Speak of me. Are being transformed. This is God's work. Passive. Are being transformed into his likeness. Let me tell you a secret, sir. If you worship idols, you become like idols. Stupid in our head. Let me read it to you. Second Kings 17 verse 15. They rejected his decrees and the covenant he made with their fathers and the warnings he had given them. They followed worthless idols and themselves became what, sir? Worthless. In their mind, in their will, in their affection, they became worthless. They became garbage. And what do you do with garbage, sir? Throw them out. And God threw them out. And oh, the professor thinks he knows. Now, you are a fool. If you reject Christ, you are a fool. Your mind is worthless. And you pretend you know it. A worthless man will make you worthless. But when you focus your eyes on Jesus Christ, you become glorious. You go from glory to glory to glory to glory. From one degree of glory to another degree of glory. Galatians 5, 22 through 25, but the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and so on. You become like Jesus, or you become like the worthless idols. Make up your mind what you are. The unbelievers can never think correctly. For they deny God who is the meaning of every fact. Because their mind is depraved. They suppress the truth of God. Unbelievers are enemies of God in their minds. Only Christians have sound mind. They are not mindless people. Unbelievers are mindless. And anti-intellectual. Mind has two aspects. Intellectual and moral. So bad mind people. Knows not God. And so they practice immorality. Godlessness and immorality go hand in hand. Christians have new mind, the mind of Christ. And so we know God and we practice morality. We do the will of God. We do righteousness. We obey God. Love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And your neighbor as yourself. We do that. We are enabled by God to do that. 
If you are a Christian, then exercise maximally your mind. First, in reference to knowing Christ, as you behold his glory in the Holy Scriptures. Christians are nonconformists to the world because they have a reprogrammed mind. The more you hear and do the will of God, the more your mind is renewed and the more you are transformed into the likeness of Christ. Friends, look at the evangelical church throughout the world. It has become mindless, anti-intellectual. Tell me, why do you think it is, sir? They don't preach the word. They don't preach the word. They become anti-intellectual. Contradicting, emotional. There is no systematic theology, there is nothing. Most Christians are morons, mindless. It is the Word of God that enables you to think straight, it makes you intelligent. The unbelievers are idolaters, and so their mind is worthless. As we read in Romans and elsewhere in the scriptures. The spirit of the Reformation Bible says this about Romans 12 verse 2. The Christian's mindset is to be determined and reshaped by the knowledge of the gospel. Power of the spirit and the concerns of the age to come. Not by the passing fashion of this age. And that's why the Bible says all scripture is God-breathed and is profitable for teaching, rebuke, correction, and training in righteousness that the man of God be thoroughly furnished for every good work. The blessed man of Psalm 1, he delight in the law of the Lord and in his Lord that he meditate day and night. And that's why you should listen to God-appointed preachers. Because it is their job to preach the gospel correctly to the people. So we read in Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for works of service. So that the body of Christ may be built up. Until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God. And become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. You can be in the church for 37 years. And know nothing. Like Gehazi and Demas and Judas. Friends we were darkness. But now we are light in the Lord. So we live as children of light. We understand and do the Lord's will. So Paul says, Ephesians 4, You however did not come to know Christ that way. Surely you heard of him and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. Not in your grandma. It is truth is in Jesus. 
Philippians 2 verse 15 so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe. It's easy to blend in like a chameleon doing what the world does. It takes regeneration and renewing of your mind. It takes transformation in your heart in order to shine as stars in a crooked and perverse generation in a evil world. So Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men. That they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. It is from the word we discover the will of God. When our mind is renewed by the Spirit through God's Word, we are able to discern the will of God in all situations of life. Not only we discern, we delight in it. And not only we delight in it, we do the will of God for the glory of God and our peace and happiness. Paul received apostleship to call the Gentiles to what? The obedience of faith. In Philippians 1, 9 and 10. And this is my prayer that your love may abound more and more. In the knowledge and depth of insight. So that you may be able to discern what is best. What's best for you. It comes from the Bible. And may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ. The will of God is not the hidden decretive will of God. It is the moral preceptive will of God. Of divine revelation. Which tells us how then we should live in this evil age. Deuteronomy 29 and verse 29. The Bible tells us this is the will of God, that you be holy. The Bible tells us you must pray always, it's the will of God. The Bible tells us love one another, it is the will of God. The Bible tells us you forgive one another as God has forgiven us in Christ, it's the will of God. The Bible tells us we must work six days a week, it is the will of God, sir. And the Lord's prayer tells us, thy will be done. And where do you find it? In the book. And we are to pray according to the will of God. Jesus came to do the will of God, written in the volume of the book. So he defeated Satan by quoting the scripture, saying, it is written. Paul says, let the word of Christ dwell in your heart richly. And the psalmist says, thy word I have hid in my heart that I may not, what? Sin against you. 
We have to study and search the whole Bible diligently to discern, delight and do the will of God. Friends, the will of God alone is good. Because God alone is good. And so his will is good. So we pray thy will be done. Not my will be done. Always, friends, choose God's will over our own desire. God's will is good and good for us. When we do this will of God, it is pleasing to God and it will be pleasing to us. The will of God is also perfect. It is not moral relativism that is changing. It is perfect. It is absolute. It is unchanging. It is always abiding. It is perfect. Nobody can improve on it. It is perfect. It lacks nothing. What is the conclusion, sir? Friends, Christians now live in this present evil age. Yet God has transferred us from the dominion of the darkness of this age into the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Friends, in fact, we live in two worlds at the same time. This world and the world to come. We are in Christ. We are seated with Christ. We experience the powers of the age to come in the power of the Holy Ghost. We have been set free from the dominion of sin, Satan, flesh, death and the world. We've been buried with Christ and been raised with Christ to live a new life. The indestructible resurrection life of Christ. We are united with Christ and we live by his life. So we say we can do all things through Jesus Christ who gives me strength. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So we love holiness and hate wickedness. To God be all the glory. We walk on the highway of holiness following Jesus who is the way, the truth and the life. So in this world we live like Joseph as he lived a holy life in pagan Egypt. So in this world we live like Daniel and the three Hebrew children as they lived for God's glory in pagan Babylon. We live in this world like Moses as he followed the invisible God of glory through the wilderness. So we read about Moses by faith. Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the pleasure of sin for a short time. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than all the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. Yes, we are in the world But thank God, we are not of the world. Our citizenship is in heaven. We live as light of the world. We live the life of separation. A life of holiness. So we offer our bodies a living sacrifice to God. By the transformation of a renewed mind. By which we discern and delight and do the will of God from the word. 
the will of God which alone is good and pleasing and perfect. Let us pray. You know there are three types of people who listen to me. One who are unbelievers. The other believers but they are fascinated with worldliness. And so I spoke to you. Your feet is touching the waters of worldliness. And some have already jumped into it. And then there are others who love God. With all their heart, mind, soul and strength. I pray that all of you come to the third people of God. Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you for your truth. Lord, save sinners. Bring back backsliders. And those who are shining as stars, let them shine with greater brightness. By the power of the Holy Ghost. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.